0: Way to save us donnie you're out of your element
1: it's not a tumor my first wife was targeted she's a pilot now oh now you're gonna shoot me in my pinky toe shut up and literally fuck your own face welcome back to another episode i'm here with dill there's there's something i wanted to uh there's something i wanted to mention because Apparently it's going on the social medias. It's called, have you heard of, it's hard to, it's Ireland syndrome or Ireland syndrome. I I see it and I think Ireland, but. Yeah. So what this is, is it is a scotopic sensitivity syndrome. Visual stress, uh, it's a light-based visual processing disorder, according to them. Um, It says on here on the Wikipedia, many mainstream professionals are skeptical of the concept. However, current neuroscience research, research has successfully documented differences in brain function among this population versus those without the condition. So the reason I bring it up is because wife turned me on to it because they had somebody come in talking about it, about how they have it, right? And the optometrist didn't have any fucking idea what this is, clearly because mainstream professionals are skeptical. She hadn't heard of it, so they look it up. And it's a, uh, it has something to do with, like, virtual, like, um, visual processing and apparently they claim that, like, you can only fix this if you buy their lenses for your glasses. This special tint on them.
0: And does... And now, now, let me ask. Does this fix the problem? Or is this a... This is this something to, like, momentarily fix it,
1: you know, while you're wearing the glasses? They claim that all your problems will be solved. Right? And... They have this stuff out now called neuro lenses, where like your eyes don't necessarily like go straight forward, like they're misaligned a little bit, mm-hmm. like a lazy eye. Yeah, kind of. So what the neuro lenses do is they have a prism in the lens, and so with the the eye that's affected, it kind of it forces your eye to like move to the correct position.
0: Huh.
1: And from what I've heard, because um, like. When he has like the max she maxed out the machine, so she saw a noticeable difference of like headaches and stuff being done this This patient didn't want anything to hear anything about it, right didn't want to hear anything about it. This is what's gonna fix her problem these lenses it's four hundred dollars for these lenses, and you can't take them through insurance because as of right now, the medical community sees it as pseudoscience they're uh-huh. just like what, one or two studies, like, that's... It's not got any credible source. Yeah, it, it, it's, it hasn't it been studied enough to make it to where, like, okay, this is actually a thing. So this website that apparently people go to on Facebook and get it tested, they claim that your optometrist can't diagnose you. Like, that should be a fucking red flag. Uh, if you're,
0: you're, telling, like, you're telling me my, my my doctor that specializes in eyes can't tell me what's wrong with my eyes?
1: Yeah, if you have this, they they can't tell you. Wow. Wow. So, here's the funny thing. So, on the website that they looked up to find out what the fuck is going on, they're like, the only way you can get diagnosed with this is if you take our online quiz. Or, you can get diagnosed by a person, but it's like some soccer mom on Facebook. This new, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Found out that... Found out from, I guess, a little bit of prodding is, like, this chick got diagnosed in, uh, like, the back of a church. Like, they rented what? out a room in the back of the church. Yeah. I don't fucking know. But apparently, like, when they dug into it, they were finding, like, optometrists bitching about it in Colorado and, like, because they have patients coming in saying, so, I have this syndrome.
0: So you're telling me those like, those like middle-aged women selling like fat-burning pills on Facebook have evolved?
1: Yeah, now they're now they're peddling four hundred dollars lenses that you can't take through your wow vi- your vision insurance because your insurance won't pay for the shit either.
0: Now that's a hustle. Yeah, that's a hustle. Imagine doing that and getting away with it.
1: It gets better, dude. It gets better. So, yeah, you can go into the back of a church and get diagnosed. You know, by this person that, you know... I'm glad
0: glad we can rent a room in the back of a church for somebody who has no medical degree to diagnose me for something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that's how it works.
1: Here's the funny part, though. If you choose the other route, you know, because you're like, that might be a little shady. Yeah. I'm going to take the online quiz, right? So I guess they were digging around on it, and people were finding that as long as you answer three yeses on this, like, six-question quiz, you have the syndrome. You're diagnosed. You want to know what one of the questions is on the quiz? Huh. Because they tried to take the quiz to find out. Do you blink? <laughs> well, there's one. <laughs> you immediately have one yes. Yeah. You're on your way. hmm I was just like, and people are falling for this?
0: That's insanity, man. Yeah. Like, they got to be just, like, peddling, like, old people that don't know any better, right? I'm,
1: cur- I'm curious when you order those lenses... I'm curious if your prescription is even in those fucking lenses. Probably not, man.
0: It's probably just some. Fu- it's probably some dollar store glasses that they're selling you for a four hundred dollars price tag and claiming it's going to fix your shit.
1: Yeah, that I, I I don't understand. Like, because I don't think a an actual lab that makes lenses would make these. Because there's not science there's behind it. There's nothing uh, to back it up. There's not enough science behind it to actually, you know, go through with it. You know what I mean? Like, the, the neural lenses, like, there's science behind that. There's a, a machine to figure the shit out and all that stuff. And I guess back, you know, she, she was talking about how there's a lot of different doctors that still think that's bullshit. Yeah. But what I brought up was like, <laughs> excuse me. me, I'll edit that out. <clears throat> or I won't. <laughs> or I won't. Um, so, the I guess there were some doctors that you know still think it's kind of bullshit. And what I pointed out was like, well, you know, where'd your you know where'd your boss find it? And she was like, I think it was at a conference. And I was like, okay, so they probably had a booth with that machine for people to you know go through the test and see what their readings were or whatever. And, you know, they went through their whole, like, you know, spiel, you know, on the the stage of, like, this is the findings and all this stuff. I have a feeling that some of the doctors that think it's bullshit may not have much of a correction already. So, like, they don't see it. But Mm -hmm. whereas, you know, she works with a lady that put these lenses on and she's like, I don't get fucking headaches anymore. She maxed the machine out. I don't get headaches as bad anymore. Like, you know, it, it... they, they see a noticeable difference. Like when you put them on, your eyes just go, ah. Yeah. You know? So, I'm curious. I may I may try it out just to see if I max it out. I really hope not. Because they're fucking expensive lenses. Yeah. They're like $800. Yeah. Damn. Yeah.
0: You see, th- now I'm going to let everybody know, I am the only one in my direct family that does not wear glasses. I am literally the only one.
1: Have you ever gotten your eyes checked though recently?
0: No, so I don't even know if I need them or not.
1: You probably do. I think I've never gotten them checked. Yeah, you think you can see fine, but like I usually like when when I'm
0: riding, like when I'm hanging out with mom and I she's like asking me what's on the sign, I can usually tell her what it is because she can't see it. But then again, she fucking blind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. I just wanted to. I just wanted to let you guys know that this thing's going around, and it's one of those things where, like, if you see something on Facebook and it's medical related, and it's like your doctor, don't talk to your doctor about this. Honestly, if you, it's probably bullshit. If you see
0: anything on Facebook, you should take it with a grain of salt.
1: It's any Facebook, social media,
0: it's Facebook.
1: Yeah, any social media.
0: Honestly, take everything you see with a grain of salt. Yeah. If you're believing stuff the moment you see it, then my goodness, man.
1: But, and not just that, it's the, uh, I mean, you know, watching YouTube shorts and shit. Yeah. Like, a lot of that stuff can be deep fake. Like, do you really think that Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and Barack Obama are playing Call of Duty? <laughs> yeah. Really? Do you really think that? Yeah. It, wild as fuck. Wild as fuck. I love those
0: videos though.
1: But speaking of which, with when it comes to like, you know, videos and stuff, have you seen the Lint Biscuit stuff floating around? Lint Biscuit's back in the spotlight. Really? Here's why though. Apparently Fred Durst has started to dress up like a cowboy when he goes on stage. So like you remember Wes, the guitarist that has like the white face paint Yeah. And like, you know, looks all weird and shit. He's still doing his thing. And you got Fred Durst looking like Garth Brooks on stage. You're fucking kidding. Doing like honky tonk dances to break stuff. Yeah. I I showed I Shalena last night. Check that out. That sounds awesome. I showed Shalena last night and she was just like, Nope, don't like that. He doesn't like it? That you know?
0: sounds funny as hell to me. It looks
1: I like, like that. it looks like he's making fun of Garth Brooks or like one of those country guys. But yeah, it's 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 fucking wild. Yeah. I I was watching it, you know, because I saw, like, little memes about it and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So, I go on YouTube, and I type in Limp Biscuit, Cowboy, and then it just, Fred Durst. It just pops up, uh, does. Like, it's just like, oh, you want to see Cowboy? You want to see Cowboy Fred? And, dude, he's, fuck, it's fucking great. Let me, uh, because his... it's I need to show you the picture of him if the shit would fucking load there you go wow
0: man he's gotten old
1: well yeah dude he was like how old was he whenever he they got big in the in the 90s I think he probably was in his he's probably in his 30s I'd say mid 20s maybe whenever they got big but keep in mind that was almost thirty years ago.
0: Oh shit! That—that's the thing that's when fucking you look me at the, up. When now. you look at the album covers, and then you listen to the music, I, I when I think of that music, I feel like it's like eight years ago. But in reality, it was like eighteen years ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah. When I was like listen, when you were playing that shit, and I was riding in the back jamming, you know yeah. what I mean? It feels like eight years ago, but it's
1: like twenty. Do you know what I'm saying? And think about it now, um, Nelly. Remember whenever I would, uh, I'd have you hop in the car and we'd run over to like the Fayetteville store or some shit. Yeah, and I'd be blasting Pimp Juice. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I he do. He's like in his
1: fifties now. That's insane. Time.
0: I have no perception of time. I get lost, like just thinking about it.
1: Yeah, I. I consistently I'm thinking like oh they're in like their 30s and it's no no Fred's like Fred's in his 50s now I was on Facebook and I seen a picture of uh, Eric I was like what the hell
0: he's like 10 now
1: yeah when he's like
0: 10 almost 11 right yeah what the fuck happened time flies dude it's insane they were like little balls of fat rolling around on the floor like two weeks ago yeah isn't
1: that just crazy Eric You're starting to notice. You're starting to notice. I
0: I am... I'm gonna be a fossil soon.
1: Yeah. Really quick. I'm... I'm noticing it with, uh... You know, trying to get my strength up. Working Mm -hmm. out a little bit. That, yeah, I let myself fucking flop far too long. Yeah. Far too long being stagnant. And it's gonna take some time to get back. You'll get
0: it. You'll get it. I'm telling people... You'll feel a lot
1: better when you do get it. I'm telling people, though, just do a little bit. If you're... I used to be really fucking fat, and I lost a lot of weight just watching what I eat. But now it's like you need to find you need to fine tune shit. You need your muscles to be a little bit stronger and all that. And I'm not talking about how you need to go get a gym membership. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking waste the money when you're getting started.
0: And if if you find yourself in a slump as well, where you're you're either overweight or you you maybe even underweight or something, and and you're you're sitting in the position where you're like I want to change, but like you know. I'm comfortable. Not. I want to change, but being uncomfortable isn't fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's more, not fun? Being uncomfortable and getting where you want to be, or remaining uncomfortable and not growing at all?
1: I'll tell you. That's what. the way
0: you got to look at it.
1: Here's the way I see it. It takes me no time at all to stand there, like say, say you're making a hot pocket. ...in the microwave. It takes two fucking minutes, right? doesn't take you any time at all when you hit start on that microwave for you to pop out 20 sumo squats
0: Mm -hmm. real
1: quick. And you know what? Your legs are going to fucking burn. If you can't do 20, do 10. Mm -hmm. Do 5. You're not going to have to do hardly
0: anything at the beginning. I I seen this post the other day, and it was this dude who's like 600 pounds, and he was like, "...this is my journey to lose weight." And what he's doing for exercise is he's just standing up off his bed and then sitting back down. And then standing up and then sitting back down. And i seen a comment that said, Well, you're never going to lose weight working out like that, fatso. Lol. And that is so disrespectful. I want that motherfucker who made that comment, I want you to put 500 pounds in a backpack, and I want you to sit on your bed and stand up ten times. Yeah. Motherfucker, you're going to be dead. You're going to be collapsed. You ain't going to be able to breathe. That person's fighting demons, trying to figure this shit out, and they've done major damage. Saying all that dumb shit ain't gonna help them, and that right there is equating to like you doing a max, you know, hundred pound bag with doing a thirty yard sprint. That's what it feels like to him. Oh yeah. So every, and if anybody here's listening, don't don't be disrespectful to people who may be further back than you. Try to bring everybody up because you don't know what they're dealing with.
1: There's a fine line between talking shit like. You know, I talk shit about, like, famous people. Famous people are in the fucking limelight.
0: If somebody's trying to better themselves, though, you should never, never
1: disrespect. Always, always uplift. Yeah, yeah, it's, we are America. You know, I know Canada's probably a lot better off than we are. Every other place in the world's probably better off than we are. But America, we fat as fuck. Mm -hmm. And that's because, I mean, let's face it, places like... Germany and, you know, London, you know England and Spain, they have, you know, they do a lot of bike riding to get where they're going and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, whereas, and I mean, people in New York, it's probably a lot harder to get fat as fuck in New York mm-hmm. City because you can't, you don't drive places. Mm-hmm. I worked with a guy that used to drive limos in New York City, and I was just curious. I was like, dude, I, I watch movies and shit. Like, I don't, I haven't been to New York very much. You know, I've been there a couple times maybe for something. I was like, I have never seen a fucking gas station. And he goes, there's two. He was like, when you're about at a half a tank, you best start making your fucking way to the gas station. Because traffic's that goddamn bad.
0: Dang.
1: Yeah, could you imagine driving a fucking limo and you have to go across fucking town and you're going, God damn, where's the, where's oh, the gas station? oh shit. Yeah, I bet that's stressful as fuck. I that's bet. probably why they're so goddamn mad in traffic. Yeah,
0: Another reason why America's a lot fatter is because we put sugar in everything. Everything. I, if you look, and we're not worried about chemicals like other countries. If you look at things that are damaging to humans, they aren't as regulated in America as they are in other countries.
1: I would argue that it's not necessarily sugar that's a problem. I would argue that it's our our huge processed food diet. Mm-hmm. That too. Because when you eat processed foods, your body probably you know, well, I think it does. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it does. You eat like that McDonald's cheeseburger that has a fuckload of salt in it and it's got all these different processes to get that meat to where it is that pink slime shit. Your body's like Dude, what the fuck is this? Yeah, you know, if you eat a steak, then your body's like, "Oh, that's a motherfucking cow."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's just a slab of meat. You know, if you eat some potatoes, it's it's fucking potatoes. But when you go buy French fries at McDonald's, what the fuck has that gone yeah. through? Yeah, you should be able to. Like you shouldn't
0: be able to smoke a French fry, dog. Have you yeah. seen that video? Oh yeah. Where that motherfucker smokes a McDonald's french fry yeah. like a cigarette. Like what the fuck, dude? It's not a Marlboro, it's a french
1: fry. So I guess I guess the first, you know, the first bit of this podcast is just like be mindful of the bullshit that's everywhere yeah. in and, this world.
0: And and don't and uplift others. No matter where they're at. If they're trying to improve themselves, uplift others. Yeah. Don't be don't be a negative. Like I I see it a lot online, like people who are trying to make a change and just some hateful comments.
1: It I I'd say I'd say uplift others when you see them when they're trying to improve. Well, when when you don't know them, yeah. I I feel like that's a good play. Is like if you don't know the person, yeah. And there's they're like putting it out there on TikTok, like my weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. That's something to maybe encourage them for. You don't necessarily know them. You'll never probably ever meet them. Yeah, But yeah. it's a good thing to do that. However, if it's like your best friend.
0: Yeah, you can be rude to your best friend and call him fat to push him further. But make sure that that friend is taking that as motivation and not something bringing them down. Because everybody's different. Me? Everybody's different. Me, when my buddy Caleb rips into me telling me I'm a fat fuck piece of shit, I want to do push-ups. Yeah. I wanna get huge. I wanna yeah. show him how shrimpy he is. But other people might be brought down by that. Yeah. So just make sure the friend that you're doing that with is cool and is motivated by that sort of thing. Yeah. If they're gonna rip it rip him a new asshole. And yeah,
1: don't get don't get the dude that's fucking depressed as fuck and you yeah. know, is like and you're just like you fat piece of shit, why don't you kill yourself? Yeah. It's yeah. just like uh you might push him Yeah, I, the I was edge. about to say,
0: be careful. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what where his mind is. So with that being
1: said though, you know just be positive. That's, I, I enjoy, I, I go ebbs and flows, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, there are times where I'm like, man, I need to just delete this fucking app because it pisses me off. There's nothing on there of import. Like, I've seen these memes a hundred times. And then you find that gym. You know, there's, there's one, uh, there's one group I've found that kind of keeps me coming back and it's like, it's something, like, it's a weird hill to die on, but at least you're dead. Yeah, yeah. And it's because people will just put some outlandish fucking thing on there. Like, this is the hill I'm going to die on. And then the comments are just, like, hysterical. Mm-hmm. Of people either defending the hill or trying to fucking tear down the hill. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. Those things I'm keep me, you know, like, okay, fine. But then I see the same meme 800 times. And I'm going, what the fuck? Fix your algorithm, mm-hmm. bitch. For real. You have all this med- metadata on me that you're making money off of, and you can't fucking decipher that I've seen that meme a hundred times? Get better, Zuck. Come on, Zuck. Get, come on.
0: Get a better algorithm.
1: I wish there was a fucking social media platform that just was... I, I think Mastodon might be. I need to check that out. I've heard that that's, like, decentralized and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I want something that there's just unhinged shit at all times. (laughs) I don't want... I almost got a fucking ban. They they warned me that a ban might come. But it was something about, like... You heard about the Lizzo scandal, the, you know, the strippers and all that shit that happened a while back. It had been, like, a couple months. I don't think so. Well, so... Apparently, like, Lizzo had their dancers, her dancers go to this strip club, and she made, like, one or two, I don't know, of her dancers eat a banana out of a stripper's coochie. And so I saw this thing that I guess Cardi B was, like, yelling at the internet because they made Lizzo cry on, like, a live stream. And I just was like, shut up, bitch. Lizzo can eat a banana out of my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> just, and they were like, this may go against our community standards. It's like, shut the fuck up too, Zuck. <laughs> just, Zuck, you
0: can have a banana out of my ass too. Yeah, you know?
1: everybody can. You have a problem with this, you can eat a banana out of my ass. Yeah. Pay it forward. That's I'll funny. even fully submerge that bitch into my asshole. <laughs> I'll squeeze that shit out. Oh <laughs> I will shit a banana and you can eat it peel and all oh my god (laughs) the whole peel son of a bitch (laughs) yeah it's bullshit like that just like what I wasn't attacking anybody like I understand you know you might want to stop people from bullying and saying kill yourself and all that it's just like you know what I joke about that shit Kirk Cobain POV and, and all that but it's like come on Maybe those people need to get the fuck off of social media. Mm
0: -hmm. That's my thing, is if you can't handle what people are going to say when they are completely... They're on the other side of the world. They can say whatever they want. If you're not mentally prepared for them to say whatever, then you shouldn't be on the internet. That's the thing about the internet, is you can say whatever the fuck you want with no consequences.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why people, like... I understand that... See, the... It's funny, because... When somebody makes a shitty comment to me online, if it makes me pause and it's just like, damn, I feel personally attacked by that, it might be because there's some truth to it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, maybe I'm not working as hard as I should be working. You know, maybe that's a point of reflection. If it really does hit home to you, maybe there's some truth to it. But why the fuck do you care that some douchebag who's sitting on the fucking New York subway, is telling you to kill yourself. Like, wh- why are you going to let him win by doing it?
0: Yeah, that's just depressed doing his 9-to-5. Yeah. Like, he's he's probably
1: more miserable than you are. hmm The majority of people who talk
0: shit online, I promise you, there's a reason they talk shit online. There's a good reason. The majority. Now, you get your trolls that are just trying to have fun, because I'm one of those. When I play online games, I like to talk shit. I like to have fun and do that. But... I don't do it to make other people upset. I do it to have interesting
1: interactions. Oh, I like to do that, though. I like to make people upset. But here's the thing. My upset Mm -hmm. that I like to make is, like, I will point out, like, I probably have told you before. I loved whenever we had that group boomer prison, Mm -hmm. and it was just filled with fucking boomers. I loved going on there and pointing out the news article that talks about how Social Security is not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Because every one of them thinks that their social security is guaranteed. And it's like, no, 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 they told you up front before it came into effect in 1913. It is not guaranteed. And, god damn, I paid into it my whole life. I'm getting my money. And it's just like, bitch, what did that thing just say? Mm -hmm. They told you over a hundred years ago that it's not guaranteed. And they dangle it like a fucking carrot. Whenever you're talk they're talking about voting, they're like, No, don't vote for that guy. They're gonna they're gonna ax your social security. Don't do that. Don't do that, they're gonna fuck with your Medicare. And it's just it's like, dude, they never guaranteed social security from the get-go. Yeah. It 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 was they said it straight up front, in fine print, in the fucking New York Times newspaper, and you're gonna sit here and talk shit and say I'm a terrible fucking person by pointing this shit out. You just made my point. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck you, Boomer. Honest. Unbelievable. Uh, and they're pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's another fun one to do, too. When you see one bitching on social media, tell them to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, it pisses them off. Yeah. But, man, they are the quickest ones to fucking bring that shit up. Oh, yeah. Oh, these kids these days you need to pull themselves up by the bootstraps. I worked three jobs and paid my way through school. And, bitch... Your semester tuition was like 500 bucks. Yeah.
0: You could work at McDonald's and have a house and a family of 3 with a car and live comfortably. Like yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? It's nothing like if I worked three jobs right now because if I worked three jobs I could pay my rent.
1: Yeah. That's that's the issue is like mm-hmm. they they refuse to acknowledge. I, I was talking to this one this older
0: fella and This dude's always a gripe in the morning. He's always a grump. And I remember, and I always let him say his passive shit and then go on, because I I don't feel like arguing with him. But I was in that mood where I was irritable, and I was ready to argue. You know what I'm
1: talking about? Oh, yeah, I know.
0: I was ready to fight anybody on anything over the dumbest shit. And I remember him saying, he was talking about one of the teenagers during the day, which is a dumbass. Okay, first of all, uneducated dumbass. I don't know what he's going to do with his life. He can't read, he can't write, he can't count. Um, i don't know what's going to happen for that kid but he was talking shit he was like i don't know what we're going to do with this country this newest generation they can't they they they're expecting to run the country and they can't even run a damn lawnmower i said man keep talking i you, you come to me to change the font size on your phone like dude, are you kidding me you little you come to me to change the font size on your phone and you're getting on to us for the, the 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 you know not being able to run a lawnmower it's just... It's insane. It's insanity.
1: Nowadays, nowadays you don't even need to know how to lo- do a lawnmower. It does it on its I own. Can, I can, yeah, I can go to Lowe's right now, and I can drop fucking money for an automated lawnmower that mm-hmm. fucking docks itself, and it goes out... It's like a Roomba, but for my yard. Yeah. And it's like, come on, guys. Like... that it's not this, this isn't fucking rocket science we have now reached a point where the younger generation is like I don't have to do that manual shit uh-huh. which is also probably another reason why we're getting fat as fuck because we aren't doing the manual shit because we can go and get something that does it for uh-huh. us but we have the technology the understanding of technology to be able to set that shit up and then it's just like no I don't have to fucking mow my yard yeah <laughs> I just gained two hours on the weekend yeah true Saving time, saving money. And those people that mow their lawn three times a fucking week. That's Fuck insanity. You, That's Fuck insanity. You. You're, just, you're just flexing. Get like, a fucking hobby.
0: Um, and another thing this exact same boomer says a lot is... Uh, oh, what was it? I was just thinking about it, but I, I just lost it. Oh, the cursive thing. He's constantly saying how the kids don't know how to write in cursive. Nobody knows how to write in cursive. They just stop teaching kids cursive. What are we going to do? We're going to collapse now that these kids don't know cursive. What do we need to know cursive for, old man? If we get in a battle with another country, what are they going to do? Write in all cursive their battle plans? Oh, I can't read these squiggly
1: lines. Boo! You fucking <laughs> retard. But shit, now, now we have fucking AI where we could probably just scan that in and then chat GPT. will be yeah. like, they're going to be hitting Baltimore on the 5th.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. I'll chat GBT it. It'll give me my game plans too and my battle plans. I'm
1: enjoying the fact that, kids, I'm gonna test it this year. But I'm I'm enjoying the fact that little kids don't know cursive, because I got my Santa hat over there that I can't wait to start oh. wearing around Christmas time. Because in cursive it says fuckhead, and I want to I want to wear that fucker to Walmart and see if kids aren't
0: gonna understand it. To be fair. No.
1: And that's the beauty of it. The parents are going to get mad and be like, hey, can you read that? And the kids are probably going to be like, I ain't never seen that before in my life. If it tells you anything,
0: they stopped teaching cursive when I was in the third grade. Halfway through the year. They were just like, we're going to stop doing this because it's not important anymore. I know how to write in cursive, just not well. Yeah. I I never write in cursive. I can't do X's. Or no, no, no. I can do X's. It's Y's. It's Y's I don't know how to do. That's No, no. Is it Z? No, it's no, probably, it's Z. It's probably it's Z. Z. It's Z. I know how to do a Y, because that one's the... Z's fucked up. Yeah, I don't know how to do a Z, but everything else and my name and all that stuff, I can do in cursive.
1: But at the same time, it I don't ever write in cursive. Me neither. I, I mean, I sign the Other my than name. I sign
0: my name. And I'm going to be honest, I don't really do it right. I kind of just do the first letter, and then I just shake my hand up and down. Oh, yeah. I don't Everybody really... Everybody does that. Yeah, I don't really... Write my name in cursive when I need to sign
1: I wonder how legally binding it is when people... Because I I used to see it all the time in retail where you'd hand them the receipt when they ran their credit card or whatever, and they want you to... You know, you need to sign it. Yeah. And they just, like... They literally put, like, just a wavy line, Mm -hmm. and then they walk out. Like, how legally binding is that? Yeah. Because you're not actually... I could do a squiggly line, like, that... I wonder I've if seen, you yeah. actually fucking fought it where it's like I didn't make that George. Yeah. I wonder how how much that would actually hold up. I yeah. know that they could get security footage yeah, and all yeah. that shit to prove that you did it, but still it's just something to think about. Yeah.
0: I've seen people do all kinds of shit.
1: I, I got, used to I used to put cuz you know they'd hand me the sheet, the little receipt and like they'd have like the tip line and the total line and you know your signature. And I used to just put a dash through the, you know, if I'm, like, I'm doing a pickup. Like, I'm not going to fucking tip you. I walked in here to grab it, you know? So I'd just put a dash through the tip line, and I'd put a dash through the total, because the total's fucking up there. Why do I need to write that fucker down? Yeah. And people were like, no, no, no. Like, the bank gets really shitty when we turn those in, and they have a dash through the total that's saying that you didn't agree to the total. And I was like, fine, fine, whatever. Hmm. But, you know, it's just... yeah. I'm wondering if those signatures actually have, you know, because what are they going to do? Are they really going to be, like, take you to small claims court for that, like, $30 gasoline charge yeah. that you had to walk inside that and might, sign? That'd probably cost them more just to get all that taken care of than it would to get that
0: $30 out of you. Do you know what I mean?
1: There, there needs to be a better way for you to sign shit, you know, but... There's really no way, like, you would think after the pandemic and people were all freaking out about germs.
0: I, I need to bring this up now so it doesn't, I don't lose it, but do you see those three dudes that got caught stealing firearms in Bedford?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw,
0: I saw those, the article. I didn't get to read it. Those all three are regulars of mine at night, crackhead regulars.
1: All really? three of them.
0: I know them all by name. I know exactly what scratch-offs and what cigarettes they smoke. Exactly. Than those people. I could tell you exactly what all of them get. That one at the bottom, that's kind of got like his head shaved, and he kind of looks like a. What's the best way to put it? He looks kind of fucked up in the face, but he uh, he always dresses like a like. What's the best way to put it? like Eminem in the nineties? That's how he dresses, all one color. Real baggy pants and like shirt. Oversized shirt. Huge. Like four X and then like the fucking. hat that matches and the shoes that match, the height the socks that go up to his knees, you know. And he'd come in, he'd get two number twelves, two number twenties, a twenty three, two number twenty twos, and four number twenty three or four number twenty fives. And he'd get two packs of Newport Talls menthol.
1: How much in Lotto?
0: Is that his transaction usually after he gets all that stuff? And sometimes you get a 44 ounce and grab like a bag of hot Cheetos or something. His transaction usually comes out to about 50 something dollars, 50 60 something dollars.
1: Jesus Christ, yeah.
0: And he usually comes back in when he loses on his scratchers and tries again.
1: What the fuck? I worked with a guy at because we had like a little lotto ticket, like kiosk type thing, like a vending machine. And he'd just be bored in the liquor store at like 10 o'clock at night. And he'd just, he'd have like 60 bucks in his wallet. And he'd buy like three $20 scratch offs. And like, there were a lot of times where like he would win a little bit of his money back. Mm-hmm. But there were other times where he was like, well, just wasted 60 bucks. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand. There was one guy I was talking to, and he spends
0: damn near 300, 400 bucks a paycheck on scratch offs and I see him come in because he always turns him at my store at my time because it's before he goes into work he doesn't make half his money back most of the time yeah. and I asked him I was like why do you keep doing it and he was like i just like to gamble I was like you know there's other ways to gamble that are much more efficient than the lottery and he was like well, what do you mean I was like and I'm not talking about the casino I was like if you invested your money into the stock market you would still have just as much
1: of a chance as you have right now to make money do you realize that I would say that when you look at it from a data standpoint, if you constantly put in fifty bucks, the amount
0: that they're spending on scratchers—if you put that into a stock and AA batteries or something—you'd make a couple pennies every like couple weeks, probably.
1: Well, it's it's like that they, they call it um, what is it? It's like your cost averaging. Yeah. When you just constantly, if you're like, I believe in Tesla. Mm-hmm. And you invest fifty dollars a week or fifty dollars a month, whatever you fucking set it up as, and you but you buy into it because it constantly goes up. It goes down, you know. Elon may say some wild shit and it goes back down, but then you get a deal on it because you believe in the company. Yeah. So when you dollar cost average in the stock market and you wait twenty fucking years, it's grown. There's obviously those, like, huge dumps, which I feel like, you know, we probably are going to get to a point where we're going to have another dump dump. (laughs) But that's mainly because of, like, stock buybacks and shit that these major corporations do. When they're like, well, we could give everybody a bonus because we made a lot of money, but I don't want to fucking deal with, you know, I don't want to give my worker a one-up. I want to give my stockholders a one-up. So I'm going to do a $6 billion buyback. (laughs) And that causes the stock to go up. And then, you know, they're like, woo, we got we got some money. And it makes them happy. That's, I feel like that, that'd be something that would be a wise thing to try and limit that. Yeah. You know, where like, because I, I feel like that's also another way for them to avoid taxes. Yeah. I don't know, I'm not a tax attorney, I'm not a fucking CPA, any of that shit. But I, just, I feel like that's, that's a way, because they're investing it. So, they invest their like you know money that would have otherwise been taxed. So now it's not taxed because it's an investment. And then when it goes up, they could immediately sell it, and instead of six billion dollars, they have seven. Yeah. And then they're able to you know, be like, well, we have an extra billion dollars. So I I don't know. It's that that whole the stock market is something that I understand. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. From my experience,
0: they are losing money consistently.
1: Wouldn't you want to put your money into something that has a possibility of being big? Well, there's, like, dividend stocks. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if he took that $400 a week or whatever yeah. the fuck he takes, if he put that into dividend stocks, it's not much. But it compounds as time yeah. goes on. Because, like, um, you know, say you, have, you own one stock and their dividend is, you know... They they pay out a couple dollars in a dividend. You only made a couple bucks on that one stock, but if you consistently put money into it, that means that now you're getting ten bucks, twenty bucks. Yeah, I did the math just to see like what it would take to live off of dividend. And so we're going off of like a, a low end middle class salary, like thirty grand, right? So. Uh, I think the last I looked at uh, Games Workshop, you know the people in charge of Warhammer, they pay out dividends, and it was like two bucks or something like that the last time that they paid out dividends. But their stocks are like one hundred and seventy-five dollars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was like, how much money? How much money would you get in dividends every year if you put a million dollars into Games Workshop's stocks? And it was like eleven grand.
0: Yeah.
1: So in order to actually have like a a low middle-class salary, you would have to have like $3 million into Games Workshop. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, as that stock goes up, they probably will increase their dividend amount. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're playing a long game when it comes to the yeah. stock market. My issue is that with money and everything, I'm hesitant because... It's all a fucking scheme. Mm. You know, it's all funny money. It's not backed by anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm just saying
0: I think a lot of people would get more out of doing that than they're gonna get out of scratchers. Because and, and I made the thing, like what if what if like that company shoots off and then you're gonna get a lot more because you had trust in that company. You know what I mean? These scratchers, they've done the math, man. There are scratch offs that have had a um, a jackpot, right? that has been going for 8 years. There's a scratch off that hasn't hit a jackpot, the big jumbo money that it has said that it says on the front that you could win for 8 years. I looked at it. 8 years. I was in high school when that motherfucker came out.
1: Well, what was it that I was going to say? Oh, um the odds of you hitting that
0: jackpot it's like getting struck by lightning twice in the same spot on a leap year.
1: So, here's here's where cuz I've thought about like I thought about doing like a little bit of gambling like i I don't I understand statistics. Mm-hmm. so I'm not really into the idea of like buying a five dollar scratch off whenever yeah. you're like you have a one in like five hundred thousand chance of hitting the jackpot.
0: Yeah, it's way more than that, but yeah,
1: yeah, but you know what I'm saying. like when you understand statistics, you're like, you know, yeah, I could spend two dollars on that powerball ticket but I have like a one in a billion chance of fucking Mm -hmm. hitting it. So it's like, am I really going to, you know, I understand it's exciting whenever they're getting ready to draw where you're like, like, how crazy would it be if I fucking hit it and I won $200 million.
0: I feel like most of the time it is that it's, it's the, they're almost addicted to that dopamine blast of like the chance.
1: But here's, here's my thing. When I, when I think about like, you know, wanting to maybe do a little bit of gambling to, you know, get that rush. I look at it as like those uh, those sports betting apps, where it's like I'll throw a hundred bucks on there. I've thought about throwing hundred bucks on there, because a lot of those things, when you're new, it's like, hey, throw a hundred bucks and we'll give you another hundred bucks, so you're you're starting out at two hundred dollars. But I think the rush would be more if you're like you're getting ready to watch a UFC fight. And you see that you know this guy is the underdog, and they're not expecting him to win. So you put five bucks on it, and then all of a sudden you have a stake in that fight because that dude could pull some crazy shit out of his ass and cold cock the dude in the first round, and you've won like a hundred bucks. And it's like, but then you have that hundred dollars that you're able to be like, okay, I started out with a hundred dollars. If I go below that, like, I'm not going to add more. You know what I mean? Like, you set, because that's where people get into trouble. Yeah, they're like, because they're like, well, if I just double down. Yeah, where it's like, oh, man, if I put $1,000 on this, I'll make two hundred grand. Yeah. And then it's like, then you lose it all, and you can't make rent. Like, that's where these yeah. degenerate gambles, gamblers get into it. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought about, like, you know, maybe having some fun with, like, football. You know, you bet on a college football game where you're like, you know, I know that Ohio State's going to wipe the fucking floor with IU because they always do. Uh-huh. I think it was, like, the 80s or something It was the last time they fucking beat them. But you throw five bucks on thinking, like, no, IU's going to take it. People look at you like you're a fucking idiot. You're willing to lose five bucks, but if you won, that's where you have some stake in the game. Yeah. You know? So I'm, I'm looking at it from a standpoint of, I don't understand the lotto ticket people. because The it's odds like, are terrible. The odds are terrible, and it's like, you buy it, and you take your quarter or your fucking penny mm. that's fucking all crusted up and shit, and you scratch it off, and it's done different whenever you put five bucks mm-hmm. down and you watch this four-hour football game and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're gonna make me lose five bucks. But you're celebrating when that motherfucker fumbles on the other team. And you're like, I yeah! just
0: had a horrible idea. It's great, but horrible at the same time. Let's hear it. What if we took convicts that are meant for death and we make them do gladiatorial battles and bet on who will get vanquished first?
1: You mean like Coliseum shit?
0: Yeah. Well? They're gonna die anyway. Entertainment for the masses. People love murder and horrible, you know, violence. We always have. It's human nature. Give it to us, you know, the straight-up shit and allow us to bet on it. Tax the fuck out of it like you do everything else.
1: I could could see that as, you know, that would be one of those, like, weird internet fucking pay-per-view things Mm -hmm. that... You know, it, I don't foresee it ever happening. Oh, no. But, I mean, I understand your point. I do.
0: Because these people it's have no problem up. killing
1: people anyway.
0: Yeah, these are already monsters. You know what I mean? And they're already going to go through the system and use up, you know, money for no reason. Why don't we put them to a, a use? Entertainment.
1: I would, uh, I would argue that, because there's, there's... Probably quite a few people that are on death row that didn't do it. Oh, that's true. Because I've...
0: Maybe make it a choice. Be like, you could sit here and rot, or you could trial by combat.
1: You know what I mean? Well, yes, but then you come into the issue of, okay, well now you have to compensate the prisoners. Mm-hmm. So the prisoners are making money off of it, meaning that this Maybe they don't make money, guy, they're just
0: in a more comfortable position.
1: You get, like, a better sell.
0: Yeah. Be like, you get to live here in comfort and, you know, luxury until you, you a,
1: die. You get a TV. Yeah.
0: You get a TV, you get to eat good, and you get
1: a window. That's the the, the problem, though, is, you know, with, you know, say... I guarantee the, you some- The family of the person that that guy killed, though, and they have to know that he's fucking eating steaks every night and has fucking TV yeah, well, and watching Dr. Phil and...
0: That's what happens when you did a little kids. So sorry to say when you become a monster you get treated like one and I have no problem with that
1: if, if you had if you had a way to prove guilt beyond any reasonable oh yeah doubt, they
0: need to be for sure guilty it cannot be on the fence
1: and that's the problem with our legal system is there's there's some issues mm-hmm. that can come up with you know Cops fucking planting evidence because they don't like this guy, and you know that's a lot of the wrongful convictions that come up. Is it? Yeah. What I
0: hate is like a cop can turn his webcam off yeah. and do something dirty as fuck, and he'll get a tiny charge because his webcam was off. Yeah. But if his webcam was on, he would lose his job and have extreme jail, like literal federal crimes. Yeah. That's bullshit. The moment that camera goes off, they should be held at, like fully accountable. If they turned it off themselves, let's be real. You've seen it many times in the clips where they, they take it or turn it off. That's dirty shit, man. I that's understand dirty, needing to have rotten a,
1: shit. I understand needing to have a turn off button because like when that cop needs to go take a shit.
0: Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But if you are in the middle of a detaining somebody and you turn it off and that person comes up bloodied and you know, beaten and apparently had crack in his car, that's gonna look rough
1: on that's, the cop. That's that's the thing. How do you prove that it was a body? Because they'll they'll hide behind body cam malfunction. Yeah, that's what they always say. Yeah, even though it's top of the line shit. And so how how does one? Because I've never looked at a body cam. You know, like I don't I don't know how how would one look at it and be like, oh yeah, that was definitely mm-hmm. a malfunction.
0: I was talking to one of the cops that comes in because he's got one. It's a they're pretty big those cameras that are on there. I was just like like those he was like what's the battery life on them and he was like the one these, the models that we've got here and he was like these have a 44 hour battery life and they're switched out every 12 hours with a like a, a, they have like multiple of them set up on racks and he was like they're completely water resistant and they're crush resistant like you could run over it with a truck yeah and you're trying to tell me this malfunctions all the time this is bullshit
1: yeah this is bullshit I think that Maybe what it need, what needs to change when it comes to that is you know I understand you know the the pausing it because you're about ready to go into the bathroom you that's know, fine you don't want your dad. you don't want your fucking you know body cam you don't to, need to pull out the Alaskan bullworm
0: on footage you know yeah yeah I, 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 yeah I
1: fully understand that but there's you can you can kind of tell what's the likelihood of that cop being in there and having it pause because he's taking a shit? And mm-hmm. something happened in your store, yeah. and that, then
0: and then he had to detain a dude because of crack.
1: You yeah, know what I mean? Like, come on, come on. So I'm thinking, like, if you're on a stop, if it gets if it gets shut off, immediately you assume guilt mm-hmm. on the cop. I feel like that's something that our justice system could benefit from. Is that? Yeah. You, and then it's the defense's issue of proving that it was yeah. a camera malfunction. And by
0: the way, those those cameras have a ton of. Measures that tell you when they're not working or if the battery's getting low. I was—I had a dude come up one time. It was one of the cops, and it startled him because the, like this red flashing light comes on on the top, and he goes tweet 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 like eight times, and he goes, "Yeah, it scares the shit out of me, but that tells me it's got like an hour left of battery." He's like, "This one's going out. The batteries start to you know die after a while and become weaker." Yeah, it tells you when that shit needs to be swapped out. Yeah, like there is every measure taken. Yeah, this happens all the time. I just feel like that's a bit suspicious. That's a bit suspect.
1: Yeah, yeah. As you as you kids call it these days, that's uh-huh. very sus. Sus. That's sussy. I don't understand your kid's fucking
0: lingo. I have but a problem where I will say things ironically. I'm like, that kid's so stupid for saying that. Like, I remember that one guy in the chat named Nick. He uh, he he whenever he eats good food he'd be like, That shit slaps. And I, for the longest time, would say that to make fun of him. like, yeah, that shit slaps, homie. You know? What does that now mean? I say it unironically because I have said it for so long. I've got this problem where I just make fun of something for so long that it becomes a part of my normal vocabulary. Yeah, it's... It's an endless loop of me just accepting...
1: See, But what, what does that even mean? Because whenever I hear that, I think slaps. Like I'm slapping you across the face. Yeah. Like that's a negative connotation. You know what I mean? So, but he's saying it in a positive yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But that's how it works, though. You remember in my gen, like, whenever I was in
0: school, like, when something was cool, it was sick. It was ill. You know what I'm saying? That
1: shit didn't make any fucking sense. That was from the 90s. It was radical. It was yeah. tubular.
0: Tubular, dog. Yeah.
1: I I I do have a problem, though, with uh, the fact that some, like, rapper will come up with some new fucking mm-hmm. term. And then, like, six months goes by, and all the white kids are saying it, it's not cool anymore. (laughs) It's not cool
0: anymore. Like when WAP was a thing? Yeah. And
1: all that shit? They just, it, you know, the, so that demographic comes up with some cool shit, and then all the white folk are like, man, that's really fucking cool, and they start saying it, and then they have to come up with a new thing, because it's just like, all these fucking basic bitches are now going around. It, speaking of which, because it it, con- it popped into my mind, because, you know, every week I watch Kill Tony. Mm-hmm. Dude, you need to watch this newest one. I haven't, I haven't watched the last couple. Dude. I haven't seen anything. But... The, this newest one, The guests, David Jolly, and Cam Patterson. Oh, yeah? The rock dude, and his, like, uncle... His, like, mentor. Mm-hmm. The guy that came up with gang violence.
0: Yeah.
1: Dude, it was the funniest goddamn episode I've seen in a while. Long- well, maybe not as funny as the Dr. Phil one where Adam Ray dressed up yeah. as Dr. Phil. That was funny as fuck. But, like, Tony would set uh, set Cam. Every time he pointed at Cam, it was because the N-word was in what he was about ready to say. Mm-hmm. So he needed Cam to finish it. Oh, he'd fill in. Yeah. Gotcha. And there were a couple times where he'd, like, point at him and he'd fucking fill in the gaps. And then you go, fuck you, dude. You set me up. You set me up, dude. <laughs> this is fucking great.
0: Yeah. Fucking great. <laughs> I'll
1: have to check it out.
0: Every time uh, Cam Peterson's
1: on there, it's fucking, oh, it's so good. Maybe maybe we should organize a watch party sometime in Discord.
0: Maybe. I'm not sure uh, how many of the boys in there are interested in comedians. I don't know. I've never really brought it up.
1: Did yeah, every time, because... One of my one of my like go to podcasts is whenever I see a comedian is on Rogan, I want to check it out because I like hearing like their processes and shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know how they how they came up. Like you know did they come up in Denver. Did they go to the comedy store in L.A.? Like you know where they start. It's 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 fun, right? Every time I'm thinking like, man, I need to write some shit. I want to I want to try that out. I want to try it out. What's the worst that can happen? You eat shit for five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's just like you've been around the boys and you say something where they're just like, dude, that's not funny at all. That's like kind of fucked up. Or, you know, you ate shit. You know, yeah. something didn't work. I, I just, I think it's funny. I think I think the thing that I'm going to talk about is the surrogacy thing. I think that'll land, honestly. That's a pretty good one, honestly. Because it's, it's weird whenever people fucking, whenever you talk about it. Because <laughs> it's just, it's rare. But it was also fucked up when you think about it. Because, like, my sex life with my wife was in contract, and that was a little fucked up. <laughs> I got a vasectomy, dude. I, I shoot blanks. I shoot blanks, and they made me wrap my dick up.
0: Yeah, you had to wear a condom like, with your own wife.
1: Yeah. I was also under contract not to cheat. Where, like, You already not made only, that contract when you got married. <laughs> not only would she want to cut my dick off, I've got that going for me. I'd have this corporation fucking trying to sue my ass into oblivion because of some hoochie. Which, it's like, where would that fucking happen? I don't go out. Like, bars and stuff, that's fun whenever you're in your 20s and shit. It just gets to the point where it's just, it's elbow to elbow. There's no place to sit. You can't talk to anybody. It's like, I, I just, you get. When you become an old man, you just sort of like, what the fuck?
0: I'm going to be honest. I never liked the bar scene. I never liked it. I felt it very uncomfortable and out of my element every time I've been in a bar. And the women that I usually find at a bar, which is why you go to a bar, or at least why most people go to a bar, is not something I'm interested in at all. I'm gonna be honest. Most of the women I see at a bar, and if you're a woman that goes to a bar, don't take offense to this, but most of the women I see at a bar are looking for attention, and that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not trying to pleasure somebody's ego for a night to get some get some hole.
1: I remember one time we were at the Bluebird. Um, I can't remember what music act was playing, but that's usually whenever we went was like you know some musician was there that we wanted to check out. And there was this chick that I worked with at the liquor store that, um, Tabitha, and I I knew her husband and all that shit, like, um, and so we would occasionally go out to the bar just to see, you know, what music was there, and, uh, she's pretty cool, she was wild, she, like, she was ready to fight at a moment's notice, which... I found fucking entertaining as hell because yeah. I love chaos. So I was just like, you know, when Holy somebody, shit. Went, yeah. yeah, like somebody called me a faggot one time and yeah. in, in the bar, and I turned around like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Yeah. Cause I, whenever I get some whiskey in me, I'm, I'm ready to you're throw ready? down. I'm ready. To, when something like that comes up it was just like, I never like, I've never even talked to you, dude. you just, you know, you're, you're re- You're on edge. You're on edge. But anyway, like, she was ready to throw down, and I eventually was just like, whatever, whatever. Like, not gonna bother me. But I remember this one time we were there, and this nasty-looking dude walks up to her and was just like, I'll lick you cross-eyed. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. And I was just like, what? That's your pickup line? That's your your pickup line. You you look like you fucking smoke meth every (laughs) day. Every day and that's your go to yeah you got like little chitlets in your fucking mouth fucking right you now. always cross eyed of course <laughs> that's yeah that's a given uh, i feel for you like cuz you know what i'm going to be i'm going to be honest though as a man if women came up to men and said that that would be the highlight of our night
0: oh yeah for sure i'm, I'm
1: a married man like you know i'd suck you cross eyed be like that's very flattering madam be like damn that's very flattering, but I'm good. But it's just like whenever whenever an old woman gives you a fucking compliment Oh yeah. You know, in the store, just like, oh honey, you're just so handsome mm-hmm. that that holds with you because we oh, never yeah. get that. Yeah. We never get for that. For sure. So when you're annoyed by it, just know that us men, we'd appreciate it. Because we never get mm-hmm. it. No shit. It'd bother us after a while. God damn, get off my nuts. Yeah. But, come on.
0: It's a very different end of the spectrum because as a lady, you're, as you're growing up, you're just like, oh, you're
1: you're the prettiest
0: girl in the world. You're so special. You're a princess, you know. As a dude, you know what you're told? That all you got, boy? Stand up straight. Why are you crying? Man up. up. Man up. Come on now. It's just dirt. Keep on moving. That's what we get. We don't get that appraisal. Yeah. So we have... Uh, a lot of men are very self-conscious because of that. They've never been uplifted about themselves in any way. So, it doesn't
1: help that, you know, your inner monologue also kind of goes to that cause, mm-hmm. you know, for <laughs> me at least, you know, it's when something, you know, it's just like you piece of shit. Yeah. Get off couch, do your squats. Yeah. You ain't gonna, you know, it's like it's it's a minute of discomfort to do those squats, but you feel so much better afterwards. Oh yeah. So, yeah, what, what the fuck are we going to call this episode? We've been all over the goddamn place.
0: ADHD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you got a better name? Because I no, feel like that man. sums it up pretty well. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's, I need to not drink an energy drink. <laughs>
0: That caffeine's got you spinning off
1: track. Oh yeah! You see,
0: I'm on i ra- I'm on rails going one direction, and you just keep hitting that crank that
1: spins me off to yeah. the right or the left. Yep, yep. I my my Google Chrome in my brain it has like 72 tabs open. I don't got, got enough
0: RAM to keep up with this motherfucking tabs, man.
1: Yeah, I've got like 64 gigs, and yeah, I'm a RAM whore.
0: Yeah. I'm sitting over here with just enough the four gigabytes of RAM, enough for one tab at a time. He's over here with sixty-four gigabytes of DDR5, you know.
1: Well, I don't know. Is there is there anything else you want to add before we go? Any any words of wisdom, anything like that, <clears throat> or is there something we didn't catch up on? Because I know that there's. I've noticed that whenever we have like over an hour episodes, yeah. they don't get downloaded as as much. Yeah. So probably
0: try to keep it short and sweet. Yeah, that's
1: that's why we we try and keep it there. But sometimes... I will say we went a little hard in the
0: Warhammer talk last one, so I was trying to keep it tame this time because yeah. I, I, I dove, dove even further. So in the next episode, probably expect that.
1: What but, uh, before we go, did you at least finish Gazgul?
0: Not yet. I have. I've basically had no time the last week because the boss has been. Ba- there's been no other night shift, dude. Yeah. So I basically been having to pick up on, like, the deep clean, like, defrosting the freezers and stuff like that. And that takes a huge portion of my night. So that last week, I just basically had no time to really listen to any. I could listen, but I'm constantly pausing because i got to listen for customers coming in with my one good ear, that jingle jangle, because I'm in the freezer. Yeah. You know what I mean? so I, I keep tough. forgetting
1: about that because like, for me, I'd be like, well, just put one headphone in, but I, I forget you're yeah. fucking deaf in one ear. Yeah, completely. Like It does nothing. So That's what happens when a lightning strike happens yeah. like five feet away <laughs> she, from you.
0: Yeah, I blew my eardrum the fuck up. But. So yeah, I will get to it. I just need to get a week where it's a little bit more tame on what I need to do.
1: I finally got... Uh, I'll, I'll at least end with this. I did get through Ending the Death Part 1.
0: Yeah.
1: And it did get better. Yeah. It did. When Malkador got his ass on that goddamn throne, it got better. His inner monologues got a little bit more to where it was like, okay, this is kind of important. Mm-hmm. But, man, that those first few hours... Rough. Well, it's like an 18 hour book. So, I'd say like the first six to eight hours was just like, God damn, will this motherfucker die already?
0: They're too focused on building up the character and making him seem more than what he is, right?
1: Well, he's an important character. So I understand that he needs to have his part because he's about ready to die, but like, those inner monologues got to the point where I was just like, I can't wait for this motherfucker he's to die. He's repeating
0: himself so much, from what I remember you said. He just keeps saying the same shit.
1: Yeah, he's just talking about how gloomy everything is, yeah. and it's like, we get it, dude. You're depressed, get over it. It's it. dark. Like, that's the shtick. Yeah. I we get it.
0: Did you see that meme that I sent in general? And it's like a normal guardsman, and he's looking at like, the questions, and he's got like a bolt her up against the back of his head, and it says, how many prime marks did the yeah. God Emperor make? 18, yeah. 19, 20, or 21? Yeah. The boys didn't understand that joke, but that's hilarious, because no matter what he chooses, he's getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If he picks 18, then he's wrong, but he did. He says
1: what the Imperium wants him to say. No, the Imperium doesn't want him to say that, because the Imperium doesn't want people to know about the, you know, the, the traitor prime yeah. marks.
0: Oh, isn't that what they wanted to say, the 18, so that the other two mysterious ones aren't known?
1: Technically, because they did um, Alpharius and Omegon, the, the Alpha Legion, they technically had two Primarchs. They were like twins. Oh, yeah. So technically, he made 21. Te- okay, okay. But he I wiped, didn't know that. But he wiped two off the board for some reason. And that's yeah. that's why the, the 19 is technically correct in the Inquisition's eyes. Mm-hmm. But also the Inquisition doesn't want them to know about the Traitor Primarchs that are now part of Chaos because they don't want so, people to...
0: So like, either way, it doesn't matter what you pick, you're getting shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's
1: that's where the month of shame came in yeah. because Angron went to Armageddon and fucked shit up. And then once the Space Wolves came and cleaned fucking house with the Grey Knights, mm-hmm. they wanted to us the entire planet because they didn't want anybody to know about Angron. Yeah. And that's where the month of shame came in. So yeah, that meme... He was getting shot regardless.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought was funny. And the group was like, I don't understand this. I'm like, you just got to get a little bit more invested in the lore, but it's funny. Yeah, yeah. I do that is more insight on why there's a 21. I didn't realize that there was a twin. Yeah, that's why. Uh,
1: the Alpha Legion's one that I don't know a ton about. Uh, I need to reread Legion. So, so were they a part
0: of the same chapter?
1: Well, it's the like same Legion. The same yeah. Legion. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. So, But they all had two different chapters, though?
1: And the... In the lore, it's like, you know, Omegon died, but, and then, like, Dorn killed Alfarius, and that, but then Omegon wasn't actually dead. They're so fucking secretive and wish washy and shit, it's hard to keep track. I need to reread Legion,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. that's, like, the first book that they're about, but then they came out with a, a new book lately that is about Alpha Legion that a buddy's been telling me I need to listen to. So, it's on my plate, but. I'll get there eventually. I'm just trying to get through the siege. And
0: and I'll I'll do more on the audio books. I just, I, I just got to find a week where I got a little bit more time up at the front counter. Yeah. Because I can listen for crackheads coming in with my one earbud in.
1: Well, you can see.
0: Yeah, and I can see. And I can hear whenever I'm out there. But when I'm in that cooler, I can't be having that earbud in because I got to hear that. It ring,
1: ring. always annoyed the fuck out of me when I was in the beer cooler trying to do shit. And then everybody in their cousin I hear, come in. Bling. God damn it now I gotta stop what I'm doing yep well alright I guess that's it for this week and uh, as always do fun shit and we'll catch you next week see ya see ya